This show is very not safe for work. The works being read do not represent the views of the hosts or guests. This show is a roast and should not be taken seriously. Optimus grunted as he thrust into Megatron's clenching valve. Prime. <laughs> oh, oh right. yes, my God. This valve trying to stick it in my valve, Prime. Yeah, Megatron, I'm sticking it into your valve. Yes, yes. <laughs> the warlord gasping through his intake oh, as his hands oh, tightened around oh, thick oh, neck Megatron. cables. See, Steve, how far are you into Beast Wars? It's Friday Night Fan Fiction Season 11 Super Hilarious Mega Funny Intro Bumper or whatever. This is what I like to hear. Crandall is named after Cornelius F. Crandall, <laughs> who previously founded Crandall, Indiana. This isn't fair. There are two main streets. Main Street 1. Main Street, street two. 2. Those are the only two streets of the entire freaking town. As you are well aware of, Steve, in popular culture, Bonnie and Clyde and Boys Don't Cry each film scenes in Crandall, while the episode 1800 Days to Justice of Route 66 was filmed completely in Crandall, but takes place in the fictional town of Harcourt Juncture. By the way, Dave, apparently there is a town... Oh, sorry, an unincorporated community in Maryland called Mutual Consent. And then there's the other town that I lived in, Combine, Texas. Like the bad guys from Half-Life 2? Yes. Probably more like a Combine harvester, but yes. Yeah. Population of 2,226 in 2018. And I couldn't tell you where in Combine, Texas I lived because I don't fucking remember. Although, the one thing that I do remember is that on cold November mornings and cold November nights and like into the winter, you could see Dallas's skyline clear across from where we lived. Wait a minute, there isn't even a pizza place in Combine, Texas. I'm aware of that. Combine, Texas is where culture goes to die. Like the closest Domino's is two towns over. Yeah, in Seagaville. Seagaville. But more importantly, Triplet, Missouri is only uh, three hours and 41 minutes from Branson, Missouri. <gasps> Great. Latexo, Texas? That's where you can go and get really tight-fitting clothing. Also, apparently there is a Palestine, Texas. Yeah, it's where you can go and fight Israel. <laughs> Texas is weird, man. Yeah, yeah man. Is. Ever been to Corpus Christi? No. Neither have I, but here we are. Personville, Box Church, Headsville. Wait, is the fucking town called Box Church? Yeah. Uh, let's see if I can remember it. I had a dream once. All right, that was a good story. That was good a story. great story. Yeah. There's a town called Ben Arnold. So <laughs> I had a dream a fucking zillion years ago about a place called Black Rock, Texas. I have never heard of Texas prior to this. You've never heard of Texas? Yes, I've never heard of Texas prior to this, but there is a place in Buchanan Dam, Texas called Black Rock Park, which I didn't know existed up until this point. And I had a dream about it one time, 
It was like, you gotta get to Black Rock, otherwise the world's gonna end. And I never made it to Black Rock Park, and here we are in 2020 and the world is fucking ending. So, shit on you, David. There's also a Logan Drive, so you can go there, Logan. Man, there's a Loganville in this state. Mm-hmm. Is there a Loganville in this state? Yeah, there yeah. is. There's probably a Loganville in Texas, too. Dude, I got my own fucking airport. Damn. Yeah. I got it made. Logan Tabernacle of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. That's a mouthful. Great. <laughs> I always wanted my own tabernacle. Go to Logan Cemetery, Logan Lanes. Ah, the city of Hubbard in Texas. Let's go. <laughs> is there a city of Bort's? No, there's only businesses. Probably in Europe. That's actually great because the city of Hubbard is only 72 miles south of Dallas. Congratulations. You won. There's apparently a barber shop called Your Boy Steve-O. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Your boy. <laughs> Your boy Steve-O in Richmond, Virginia. So the next time that I'm heading south to Florida, there's also in Florida a Steve-O the barber. Nice. Hubbard, Texas sucks. The per capita income is $15,000. Ooh. It's a poor-ass town, bro. 24.5% of the population is below the poverty line. Oh, that's rough. All right, well, enough depressing backwoods towns. This is Friday Night Fan Fiction. We have all of us together, finally. Oh, who left? That's Craig. Uh-oh. Damn it. Oh, by the way, did you, like, program Craig to just, like, hop in whenever the fuck he feels like? No, he hops in whenever he detects people in the channel. Huh. Yeah, I don't like that. Just in case, you know, you want to do stuff without me, it just automatically records. Craig, join. And this time, don't leave. Well, we got G-Arc. What the crap? All right, you know what? It's fine. We have it synchronized. Oh, oh there he is. Oh, oh God. Uh, okay. Well, now we got everybody here. Hi, everybody. Hello. Hi, Dr. Nick. Have we recorded an episode since the election was over? We wanted to. Uh, no, I don't think we have. I think it was just before. Okay, well, it's been a month later and Trump still hasn't conceded. So, you know, there's that. Uh, yeah, but it's kind of funny to see Biden win like every other day. Yeah. I Actually, I was posing this question the other day. In a century from now, when this becomes a national holiday, is it going to be like Christmas, where you celebrate Election Day when Trump lost? Or is it going to be like Hanukkah, where it's the miracle of Trump losing every single day? It's not going to be a national holiday. The only way they would ever make Election Day a national holiday is that so that people wouldn't have to go to work on that day. I mean, I'm also okay with that. I just like the idea of celebrating three and a half weeks of Trump losing. I mean, I'm very okay with that. A man can dream. And a woman can dream, and everything in between can dream. But we're reading about Transformers tonight. No one's allowed to dream anymore. That's depressing. Screw you. I'm not listening to anybody. La 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 la. Alright, so here we go. We're gonna spin a random number generator. Starting with Sean. Oh boy. This is how it works. It's gonna pick a random chapter for you. I'm gonna tell you the kink. And you can say whether or not you wanna re-roll, okay? Sure. Is this like Sonic Ultimate Harem or something? Sort of. It's it's part of Kinktober. So they did one. You see. Wait, 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 wait. Here, here's the thing. Steve likes Beast Wars and rightfully so. It's a fucking bawling ass <laughs> fucking show. <laughs> it is. So I did. I did look for Beast Wars, but this is not just Beast Wars. This is a lot of different ones. Day 21 size difference featuring Cyclonus and Tailgate. There we go. Okay. 
Chapter 22, Day 21, Size Difference, IDW Cyclonus slash Tailgate. What is IDW? Independent Waterworks. <laughs> <laughs> it's the company that releases the graphic novels and comics. Oh, so it's not cartoon. It's like graphic novel. Okay. Uh, okay. Tailgate's hands shook as he dragged them up Cyclonus's thighs. Thumbs barely brushing across the cables at the junction of hip and thigh. If he's a machine and is shaking, does that make it like a vibrator? Yes. I thought it was just a car with a poor wheel alignment. (laughs) That too. He kept his hands dragging lightly up and down, visor light flickering as he glanced up at his conjux's face to his open modesty panel. (gasps) His spike housing was closed, as this wasn't... As this wasn't about using it. Okay. Why does Cyclonus look like the Transformers version of Cell? I mean, it's just weird. But okay, I'll go with it. But his valve panel was open. Pink lubricant seeping onto the berth to make a small puddle beneath the bigger mech's aft. You sure this is okay? Tailgate moved his hands up again. Moving one further and brushing his thumb against the edge of one damp mesh lip and smearing lubricant on his finger. Damp mesh lip sounds like an indie <laughs> band. It yeah. also sounds like something you shouldn't be doing with components made out of metal. <laughs> Cyclonus rolled his hips toward the blue and white minibot. <laughs> yes, Tailgate, you're doing good right now. The minibot's plating ruffled at the husky praise. Worf, worf. <clears throat> Taking a deep invent, he pressed his thumb more firmly against the wet mesh and rubbed. A low moan rumbling out of Cyclonus's chassis at the stimulation. Tailgate removed his hand after swiping the entire length over Cyclonus's valve, coating his palm and finger in the lubricant before reaching down, stroking his spike. Placing his hand back on the purple mech's thigh, he shifted forward. Yeah, we lost, yeah. Uh, Creavers. Creavers. As he shifted forward and pressed against the valve mesh, Cyclonus's hand rested on Tailgates' helm. Claws. God damn it, I didn't <laughs> even tell you to join! I'm annoying. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you told him to join automatically if he sees someone in here. Okay, you know what? All right, I'm going to disable that now. I tried to do nice things. Claws scratching lightly and rubbing against his helm with a light nudge. Tailgate glanced up, a flushing coming to his faceplates as he shifted forward, even move. Wait a minute, is it canon that Transformers can blush, or is this... Yes. Okay. Isn't it more like steam and whatnot? Listen, they've got fucking pussy and assholes. I don't think we need to worry about the feasibility of them blushing. I have concerns, but okay. As he shifted forward, even move, and slid his spike in. His hips jutted forward as they both moaned, tailgate falling forward and wrapping his arms as far as he could around Cyclonus's waist as the feeling of the jet's calipers rippled along his spike. Tailgate rubbed his face in Cyclonus's abdomen, fans whirring on high as his bigger conjucts continued to rub the top of his helm. All right, great. Dave, you're up next. Let me run the random number generator. You're on... You are potentially 25, which is... Begging and anal. 
Hanoil. Between Prime and Predaking and Starscream. Let's fucking do it. Let's do it, baby. Chapter 25 to 24. Begging anal prime predaking Starscream. Oh, it's a dragon. Starscream bit his lip as he rubbed his servos through the lubricant beating from his valve, spreading the pink fluid on his lips as his other hand worked lower. Those digits were grinding on t- into his aft port, spreading a copious amount of synthetic lubricant inside. Why is there lubricant pink? Uh... His optics flickered to the large mech staring at him, engines loud, and strong fans running full power as those yellow optics stayed trained on his lower half. So Transformer sex is louder than an airport. Transformer <laughs> sex is fucking loud. <laughs> Isn't normal sex fairly loud? Not if you don't like to be loud. Yeah, Val has to be muffled by the pillow half the time. Oh, shush you. <laughs> has to be? What? You said has to be. Well, yeah, because she can't control it. Right, because she's so loud that it escapes the power of the sun. It escapes the power of the sun. Sure. That's fine. Circling his load a few times, Starstream removed his hand from Finky's valve and placed <laughs> it between himself so he could touch his lips up and give Predaking a better view of him stretching his assports. Assports? Yes. You know, I knew there was a reason why my first replacement water heater broke so fast it was playing with its own valve. The dragon growled, his hips twitching and causing that massive tapered spiky bobby hair. Do you need a bib? Yes, I'm spilling everywhere. It's very messy. <laughs> we got many, but they might not be your size. Just follow that up with the Spider-Man gremlin noise. Stinking to his claws? <laughs> That's what it says. I didn't. Yeah, write I know it. it's what it says. But uh, okay, so the author started masturbating. Yeah, that that was beautiful and horrible. It sounded painful to your throat. <laughs> star, star scream. Pedicure licked his lips. I'm just talking to the side is practically wide and trying to lead forward from his bad position. I'd love a universe of Transformers where, like, Pokemon that could only say their name. <laughs> Optimus! Optimus Prime! Primal! 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 Rhinox! Rhine! trip! trip! Starscream just tumbled as he reached over and grabbed right of his first spikes, quickly coating it so it into artificial fluid before pressing it against his pants, and slowly wearing his hips as he pressed it in. <laughs> the wine predaking let out of... The, the wine predaking let out had Starscream in his, in his hips and grabbing at the parabon as he pressed the large first spike into him. Uh wow. Wow, beautiful Dave. <laughs> Do you need a lozenge? <laughs> no. <laughs> Alright, 
I am up next, and I drew 27, which is in fact 26. Which one is that? That's the one right after, baby. Day 26, Breath Play Orgasm Denial with Optimus Prime and Megatron. Ooh, I like this. We've all been getting short ones. Well, now this one is long, and it has it is actually split into multiple things, so I'll be splitting no, it. No, it's no, not. No, it's not. Oh, I'm sorry. I accidentally went to the monster fucking shower sex. You just said Breath Play Orgasm Denial, and... Yeah, it's because he can't read. Quiet. If only he didn't have a show based on that. I know. Chapter 27, day 26, breath play, orgasm dial, prime megat, dot, dot, dot. (laughs) Optimus grunted as he thrust into Megatron's clenching valve. Prime. <laughs> oh, right. yes. my this I see you're trying to stick it in my valve, Prime. Yeah, Megatron, I'm sticking it into your valve. Yes, yes. <laughs> the warlord gasping through his intake oh, as his hands oh, tightened around oh, thick oh, neck cables. See, Steve, how far are you into Beast Wars? Um, five episodes. Okay, so you haven't met the best characters yet. Cool. No, he hasn't. Or the best episode. He's met Rat Trap. Okay, but he hasn't met Silverbolt. All right, well, I mean, I'm already hating imaginatively named Dinobot. Hey, Dinobot is good. Yeah. Also, why did they make uh, Megatron like the most sexily evil British person? Because I'm very evil, Steve. Oh, yeah. Yes. And then you wonder why all this fic comes out with all these weird kinks. <laughs> you see, Prime, you are not the one who will be able to tame this world and claim the Beast Force for yourself. Yes. Prime. 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 Rich Trip, I'm from the Bronx. Somebody get me a bagel with some locks. Baby dragon. Baby dragon. <laughs> Thousand dragon. In a, uh, yeah, Brooklyn rage. <laughs> the claws scratched at his aft, forcing his thrusts harder. Yes, unlock my port prime. Optimus shifted forward, nudging his knees to push the silver mech's legs up over his waist. And he tried yes. to pick up the pace. Yes. And yes. over. Yes. And over. The rhythmic clenching, so I need beat. Prime. I'm Steve, you want me to go get the gamer starter kit controller or something? So I no, can you know you what? I'll just insert a beat and post. Okay. I will be leader of the Maximals. Hey, um, Dave, can you give me your best Waspinator voice? No, Waspinator no like me, Megatron. <laughs> nice. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Waspinator terrorize. <laughs> All right. Well, I know what I'm going to have to give you next time and override the random number generator. No, don't. <laughs> I don't want to do it. <laughs> the, the rhythm- oh, Waspinator no like your doggy butt. <laughs> the rhythmic clenching of Steve-O's butthole at David's Waspinator Dark. impersonation. No, don't. Do not rhythmically clench around Waspinator's abdomen thorax. Oh, no. Megatron's valve had Optimus slamming in and holding still, losing his grip around the larger mech's neck. Claws scratched his aft. I mean, at the very least... Like the most annoying character, Pterosaur, dies horribly. Spoilers, by the way. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, let me finish this and then I want to hear how he dies. Don't tell me now. Mega- I'm not going to tell you because it actually spoils a lot of Beast Wars stuff. 
Okay, fine. Well, then why did you spoil it? Because I wanted to be like anticipating Pterosaur's death, but then it doesn't happen for like 26 episodes. And now you're just blue balling me. Or did I? Because I'm the only one who ever watched the Beast Wars several That's times. No, I watched, watched it. That's not true. Not even, not even a little bit true. Okay, I didn't watch it several times. Only part of it several times. Or is this known in Canada, Beasties? No, wait. I never watched it in Canada uh, on the Canadian channel. It was only in the Fox Rochester. I kind of want to go through all of the different, like, Transformers and then also anthropomorphized animals as heroes shows. So, like... Bucky O'Hare and the Toad Wars. Animorph. Uh, uh, yeah, Animorph. Oh, uh, that's rough. Dino Saucers. <laughs> uh, Biker, Biker Mice, Mice from Mars. Mars. Thundercats. Yep. TMNT. Cowboys of Moo Mesa. Oh, I love that show. Up on Mesa with the real cowboys. Mm. It's a world Oops. apart from all the rest on Moo Mesa. Also, uh, Extreme with- Dinosaurs. Extreme, extreme, extreme dinosaurs! The Mighty Ducks. Oh, yeah. Wait, does that count Denver, the last dinosaur, also? No, that doesn't Denver, count. Denver, the, the last, last dinosaur. dinosaur. I saw the TV show, it was a bore. Should we come back to this century? No. <laughs> Let me live in my rose-tinted past. Wait, does that mean you would need to watch Peppa Pig? I'm not watching Peppa Pig. No, 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 no. We're going to watch Nanoland. <laughs> what the? We're going to watch what? Nanoland. I'm sorry. Are you saying syllables? Your child is going to watch Nanoland at some point. Nanoland as in like the the land of Jewish grandmothers? <laughs> yes, actually, that is how it's pronounced. But, um. Nana? Yeah. Nanoland. Nanoland just looks like budget Muppets. Muppet Man. Okay, I'm getting back to the the sexy. Claus scratches aft Megatron growling and glaring with optics bright with charge as he tried to get Optimus moving. The Prime just smirked behind his battle mask as he leant down and ground his hips in small circles, much like a meat grinder. No overloading until I do. Megatron's vocalizer spit static. Dave, I'm trusting you to do this. His engines whining as he arched his neck and pressed into the servos still wrapped around his cables. Optimus just exvented and started thrusting again, servos slowly tightening. One of Megatron's hands left his aft to scratch up his back and dig marks under his shoulder armor. The Prime let his engine roar as he pounded into the gasping warlord. <laughs> A loud burst of static, the warm feeling of transfluid hitting his abdomen, and the rapid clenching of Megatron's valve was his waning warning that the silver mech overloaded. Optimus pushed his spike in as deep as he could and stayed still, the clenching still not enough to get him to overload himself. When Megatron's unfocused optics started to focus on him, op- Hold on, that hurt my head. Why did that hurt your head? That makes perfect sense. I'm not seeing it, so... He's saying, like, his unfocused eyes started to focus on him. That makes perfect sense. Okay, but they're not eyes, they're optics. Eating the last hot wing sword. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't do the hot wings challenge for how many court cases Trump would lose. There's not enough sauces on Heatness's website in order to, like, cover it. I know. Optimus removed his hands and grabbed under Megatron's thighs to push them up and bend the larger mech in half to lean down at face level. 
You didn't listen overloading before me. Guess you have to be punished now. Next up is Val. You're on day six, chapter five. Which one is that? That's day six, chapter five. No, no, it's Bondage 69 and Vibrator with Ultra Magnus and Rodimus. Optimus, I'm Rhinox, and I really would like a blowjob right now. Optimus, give me a blowjob. I can't, Rhinox. I am Optimus. I'm a gorilla with a front butt. I don't have a very impressive penis because of my size. (laughs) That's okay, Optimus. I like penises regardless. Who the heck is Rodimus? Rodimus Prime is the uh, replacement for Optimus. Oh, that's sad. No, well, Optimus died in the movie in 1986, and he was like, oh, oh right, right, right. I'm going to have a bad time. Okay. Rodimus hummed as he admired the sight Magnus made on the birth. <laughs> the large mech was spread out, arms pulled up, and wrists tied securely to the head of the birth. His legs were spread wide. Wide? Yes. Wide with that massive spike pressurized and twitching. The captain was not ashamed to say he might have been drooling at each twitch of that blue and white spike that sent dribbles of pre-fluid down the line of... Oh, I kind of skipped a line for some reason? To start pulling on his abdomen. He bit his lip as his optics moved down, the calipers of his valve cycling on nothing as he took in the large false spike Magnus picked for tonight's playdate. It was both of their favorite toy. Something Brainstorm, for some reason, had created and gifted them. Okay. Here, have a sex toy. <laughs> it was easily a few inches wider than Magnus's own spike, and slightly longer as well, with a rounded head and a wide base that flared to keep it from sinking too far. Ratchet still won't stop scolding Rodimus about a single incident involving a toy and it getting stuck too far. Rodimus still hasn't quite forgiven the medic on how he decided to go about removing it. Wait, we don't get any details? Nope. Boo. Honestly, Rodimus was just happy that Brainstorm didn't decorate it too weird and only left it a light purple. And then there was the best feature of it. That's the best feature. The <laughs> ding, da, ding, da, ding, da, ding, da, ding. <laughs> it jingles when you uh, shake it around. Uh, the toy vibrated. Rodimus absolutely loved that feature. Especially with the remote it was linked to with multiple settings. Wow, that is one I didn't remember. Captain Simeon and the Space Monkeys. <gasps> oh my god! Wait, does that mean you're gonna watch Rupert? What's Rupert? Rupert the bear? Yeah, the flying bear. Uh, sure, why not? Well, the bear with, that uses an airplane, and then there's there's like another one that's a bear with like a... Welcome to Texas, I'm Rupert the uh-huh. bear. <laughs> He might have shorted himself out one cycle and had to suffer from Ratchet's sweet mercies because of it. At the moment, though, it was seated inside Magnus's valve. It was currently off, at least until they started playing their game some more. Pressing his thighs together as lubricant seeped past his panel, <coughs> Rodimus bit his lip before releasing a vent and striding over to the berth. Magnus watched with dim optics. Glossa. What the heck is glossa? I have no idea what that is. What is a glossa? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Not underlined. Weird. A tongue-like structure in the labium of an insect's mouth parts. Yeah. Sure. That is weird. Like, I, I get the whole mechanic, like, engine stuff. Hey, the author did their research. Uh, 
Glossa swiping along his lips and engine starting to rumble in the purr as if the fiery butt climbed onto the berth. As the... The speedster let his engine rumble in reply as he leaned down and kissed Magnus. Their glosses, barley... What? (laughs) Barley? Barley? (laughs) Barley? Barley? Brushing before he pulled away, eliciting a whine from the larger mech's vocalizer. Rodimus licked his lips before leaning back down for a quick peck before pulling away and maneuvering over the larger mech, his aft swaying above Magnus's face. Rodimus licked his lips that he was... There's so much lip licking. Yep. He's gonna need some balm. <laughs> As he was faced with a large spike. Starting at the base, Rodimus slid his glossa through the pool of transfluid before pressing his glossa... <laughs> close and dragging it up the length of Magnus's... Drink for glossa! <laughs> yeah, mm. spike to lap a few times at the dripping tip. It- it's just so repetitive. A startled gasp. <gasps> gasp! Escaped as a broad glossa, once again, pressed and dragged <laughs> against, against, against his panel. The tip digging into the seams to collect the lubricant leaking out. Rodimus wiggled his aft, wiggle, 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 letting his panel slide open to bear his wet valve and quickly pressurizing spike. The next drag of Magnus's glossa brushed the underside of his spike and dragged over his valve, lighting up all external sensors while also lapping at the lubricant spilling out. Well, uh, isn't Magnus the one that's tied down? How in the other one that was... I don't fucking know. I'm not following this. <laughs> yeah, my... You're asking too many questions here. Yeah, I, I'm going to stop asking questions. Um, he couldn't help grinding his hips down, a loud moan ripping from his vocalizer. As Magnus took that chance to fasten his mouth... His mouth is valve. Yes. Yep. The tip of his gloss of flicking over his external node. I spilled alcohol on my face. Oh, no. <laughs> lick it. Lick it off. Yeah, lick your lips. I can't. It's on a shirt. Oh. Then it's not on your face. Well, it went from his face to his shirt. Then lick the face and the shirt. Just do the thing where you stick the shirt in your mouth and, like, suck on it like a sponge. <laughs> ah, gotcha. Yeah. We call that the Alabama Slammer. <laughs> I do not think that's called the Alabama Slammer. That's not called. No, it totally is. Uh-huh. Rodimus petted at the pleasure before forcing himself to return to his bigger partners, as in multiples. Cool. Spike. Yeah. Dry it. Yeah. 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 I got a hair in. I don't know. Is your shirt delicious? 2020. 2020. <laughs> uh, also, hi, Judy. Hi, Judy. Dragging his gloss off from base to tip, he licked along the sides and dug the tip of his gloss into the slightly flared edges of the spike plating. I have no idea what's happening, and it doesn't matter. Bro job. Yeah. I guess, yeah. His engine rumbled in a purr as the action causes Magnus's ips to buck up. Yeehaw! Distracted as he was from getting his valve eaten out by the former enforcer's talented tong. Wait, now they call it a tong? Yeah. Ugh. No glossa. Okay, and worshipping the leaking spike in front of him, it took a bit before Rodimus had the processor power to pull out the remote from for the vibrator and flick it on straight to one of the medium settings. He gagged at Magnus's hip surge up at the sudden vibration spilling charge all along his inner nodes, pulling off Magnus's spike before he could be choked further. Okay, Rodimus licked his lips from the transfluid. Oh, I guess he was giving him a blowjob. Okay. Rodimus licked his lips from the transfluid and the oral lubricant covering them. The vibrations of Magnus's moans against his valve had him shivering. 
plating rattling as Overlord Breach close. Best anniversary night ever. All right, and Logan, you're up with what does a random generator say? Chapter 28, day 27. Well, hang on. I have a question. What? So I looked through the list. I know what most of these things are, but I don't know what uh, Stanolagnia is. Did you Google it? No, I don't want to. What is Steno again? It's like instruments. Stenolaglia is a condition where you have to stand in a server and then lag out in order to progress. <laughs> <laughs> well, Steno is something like instruments. Sexual arousal from displays of strength or muscles. Oh, Steno. Oh, okay. Not Steno, it's Steno. Muscle worship. I thought it was a dinosaur. Anyways, uh, the one that you got, Logan, is... So it is day 28, overstimulation, no, 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 chapter 28, day 27, sex pollen xenophilia. No, I think we should read overstimulation and incest. I think that's funnier. Uh, overstimulation? Yes, that exists. Yeah. It's like keep going after you're done. No, no, it's a different thing. All right, fine. You can go ahead and add one onto it. Go for it. Go for it. it. Depends on whether you not you respect my commands or not. All right. So, chapter twenty-eight, day twenty-seven. Cheetor fisted a hand in front of his face with a whine. How can you fist with a paw? I don't ask these questions. Sorry, I'll drink for pointing out plot holes. Also, they can turn into like robot humanoids. So shut up. Yeah, for like three seconds at a time, and then otherwise they die. Not unless they're in their base and it's shielded. If they're in their base, they can do anything they want because it's shielded from the energon radiation. How about you actually watch the cartoon, and then you can talk to me about plot holes. Yeah, turn it. Watch a cartoon, man. I have been watching the cartoon. Cheetor fisted a hand in front of his face with a whine rubbing his cheek in the dirt as charge crackled at his circuits. He could feel the oral lubricant drip from his mouth. They're really into lubricant. Just as his valve drooled lubricant all over the forest floor, even more so that the thrust pushing more lubricant out to create a puddle beneath them, he mewled as pinches gripped his waist and pulled him into each thrust. He exvented wetly through his mouth, scattering pieces of the plants tarantulas and he had found themselves tumbling into during their fight the young maximal definitely didn't expect those plants to affect them the way they did which was to say they become them becoming overcharged and fragging tarantulas made a clicking sound behind him as he leaned down and rubbed his mandibles against his shoulder the spider legs on his back making their own weird noises as well. Cheetor just huffed as the noise started getting louder, the spider's thrusts also getting a bit rougher and stronger, causing the cheetah former to yelp and bury his face between behind his hand. Cheetor's legs shook as more lubricant spattered to the ground faster with each movement, moans and whines leaving his vocalizer as his engine sputtered and fans whirred high to the point of almost whining. Even as his charge ratcheted higher and higher, Cheetor had the fleeting thought of warning the other Maximals to avoid this area before it disappeared with a burst of overload racking his frame. Chapter 29, Day 28, Overstimulation and Incest, uh, Sideswiping Somebody Else. Sunstreaker. Sure. I guess they're related as robots? I guess. Yeah. 
Fans and engines roared as Sunstreaker thrashed in his bonds, muffled static echoing from behind the gag in his mouth as he tried to twist away from Sideswipe. The red mech just purred his engine in response as he continued rolling his hips into his twin's oversensitive valve. Lubricant and trans fluid coated their thighs and made a puddle of the yellow twins aft from the many overloads had both had. Sideswipe bit his bottom lip, his own spike sensitive from the stimulation of so many overloads. But he wasn't done yet. He had a goal of getting Sunstreaker to reach a certain amount of overloads, and they weren't there yet. Overstimulation on both of their ends wasn't going to stop him either. The Red Twin was more than willing to suffer the overuse of his spike if it got his aggressive twin into a pliant puddle of metal. He looked down as an engine whined, smirking down at the pleading look in Sunstreaker's optics as he slowly worked his charge higher again. He shook his helm, dragging his hands up yellow plating and scratching at the at the black fuck black painted hips. Yes, that's what they're doing. Come on, Sonny. Just a few more. A few more overloads for me. That's all I want. Okay. Sunstreaker whined in response, back arching as his hips rocked and vile flat fluttered. Oh, yeah. Sideswipe was definitely going to be able to get him to overload more. Is this doing anything for anybody? I mean, it's not really. No. That is exactly why we're switching, Sean. You get to read Pizza Time for Pizza Parker by Cementus Boost. Pizza Time. Yes. Where's the link? Yeah, I'm posting the link. Hurry up. It's there. Where is it? It's in staff chat. Yeah, staff chat. Yeah, where is it, though? I don't see it. Open your eyes. It's underneath your little Homestar state look. That's not a state. That's a province. Yeah. And I used to live right by his ear. One of the most boring provinces because there's nothing. It's better than Saskatchewan. Yeah, because there's even more nothing. Yeah. All right. Based on the YouTube poop, Pizza Parker refuses to eat his vegetables. Oh, yeah, I know that one. (laughs) Pizza Parker falls in love with pizza and will do anything to protect it. Meanwhile, the city is corrupted by green vegetables and can fall apart at any second. He must save it. Despite the risks and what it he can to save his city. Chapter one, pizza time for Pizza Parker. So this is going to be based on the YouTube poop. And so if you haven't seen the YTP Pizza Parker refuses to eat his vegetables on YouTube, I suggest you do so now. Okay, I'll be right back. I don't like doing homework. (laughs) As the story won't make sense otherwise, this is going to be very loosely based on that. And it's going to be my own take on a written YouTube poop. That's a thing. This sounds so fucking terrible. <laughs> because it is. Yeah. You do realize what show we're on. Wait, we're on the show? Cyril Sidley show? I thought we were doing Cyril Sidley show again. damn it. <laughs> it might seem weird, but that's just what I want to write in general. Just try out the first chapter, and if you don't like it, the way the story is written or the premise, then drop out. For those who shall stay, enjoy, review, and feel free to flame. It gives me a chance to become a better writer, and this is my first story. Read and review. Oh boy, oh boy. Run. Eat. Hide. Pizza. 
at the high school class that was taking a tour of Oscorp happened to look up at the rafters and squint, they might have still missed it. A small black spider that was scurrying along, slowly focused on food and food alone. This was no ordinary spider, for it was shot the fuck full of radiation not minutes ago. A sick experiment to gain more power by his masters. But no more! No, you've still got more to read. Yeah, he had managed to escape and was free for his dying breaths. See, pizza. Pizza. For whatever shitty reason the author has, someone left a box of Joe's pizza on the rafters. Oh, hell yeah. A.N. I don't fucking know, dude. The mythical pizza tie. It was just a legend. Said to give the eater insane power. The power of pizza time. But what was not told in the legends was that it was a curse as well. Run. Eat. Pizza. Time. <laughs> Turn. Slit. Darkness. Pizza. Peter Parker coughed vigorously a couple times, attempting to dislodge the strange blockage in his throat. Pete, you okay? Asked Harry Osborne. I've never been okay. A tall, lanky kid with brown hair and eyes. He had obvious concern passing his face as Peter choked and coughed for the better part of two minutes. <laughs> oh no, Dave, do the noise. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Did Steve talk about the the toys that we recently bought for her baby? No, I have not talked about the pizza and gaming uh, controller. The gamer kit, in quote. The gamer starter kit came with, of course, a controller, but also a pizza. The pizza is really bad with puns. Yeah, and also it uses that song, The Pizza Time. It's good. Well, you said that you hated it. Yeah, it's good, but I hate it. Uh-huh. The entire class is looking at them, ticked off. Uh, I'm good heart, Peter said, just choking to death. Oh, Harry replied. All right, then. The class went back to the tour. Strangely, he tasted pizza on the back of his tongue, but disregarded it as just a random sensation. He eventually swallowed it, and a miserable power filled his veins. Poor, puny Parker passed out immediately. Nice alliteration. Hmm. What happened to him, Harry? Peter's Uncle Ben, Aunt May, and best friend Harry Osborne crowded around his hospital bed. It broke Aunt May's heart to see him swallowed by it the sterile white sheets of the bed, as it reminded her of a tragedy many years ago. I have no idea. One minute he was helping me flirt with Mary Jane Watson. The next, he was coughing up a racket. Then he just passed out. That's when I called 911. What's the number for 911 again? Uh, I-X-I-I. <laughs> what, 999? <laughs> Galaxy Express. Harry didn't talk about how worried he was for his Peter. Harry caught himself in his thoughts barely. Why did he... Never mind. It's probably because he was seriously craving some... Joe's Pizza! <laughs> oh, yeah. Remember, eat a Joe's. Eat a Joe's. Eat a Joe's. Eat a Joe's. But to see the paramedics surrounding Peter as he was lifted into the ambulance hurt. He was a constant in Harry's life and had always been there for him. Though his father's son issues and the loss of his mother, Peter was there for him, and Harry was 
damn well going to be there for Peter. Hot. Oh, right. Next. David, <laughs> yes. it's you. Me? Yes. Oh, boy. You get to read about pizza time. Is it pizza time or is it pizza time? I haven't done this in a while, but what page are we on? <laughs> page three. Ah, oh, got it right. You haven't lost your touch. All right, here we go. A sudden gasp from the <laughs> hospital bed drew him out of his thoughts and snapped his neck toward the hospital bed. Unfortunately, he broke his fucking neck and had to be Jesus. escorted to his own hospital bed like a doofus. Peter shot out of his bed like he was propelled from a cannon and launched across the room, barely avoiding the wall. Pizza time. Everybody a proud expression on He looked at all of them. I need a breeder. And immense love flooded his heart. They were the people he could count on. And they were a family like no other. But even as ah! he thought this, a small window unlocked in his heart, making space to love another. Would this be Mary Jane Watson, Gwen Stacy, or Liz Allen? Fuck is Liz Who's Allen. Liz Allen. I don't fucking know. No. Uh, I'm a Spider-Man fan. I don't fucking know. Uh, Steve, uh, change it to uh, Ch- change it to Pete's Dunn. Change it to your favorite fictional lady who has big boobs. Uh, Elizabeth Allen Osborne. Ah. All right, but could you change it to your favorite fictional titties? My favorite fictional titties. Yeah, I want to know who this is, so I'm putting you on the spot. So change Liz Allen to... Heikage? Let's um, just do Lulu from Final Fantasy X. If we're talking about favorite titties. Is that really your favorite titties? But most amount of time I spent with fictional titties. Dave, what's your favorite fictional titties? All right, so are we talking about fictional as in like... Man, just, any, just tell any me what fictional? your favorite fictional titties is. Hmm. See, but you're asking favorite fictional titties from an ass man. No, I'll be real. Probably Tifa. <laughs> but like classic Tifa, not FF remake Tifa. Oh, seven polygon Tifa? <laughs> yeah, I gotta get them fucking giant triangles. <laughs> the, the ones that will stab you. And take an eye out. I want sharp-ass titties that will cut my face when I try to suck on them. You go in to motorboat them and they just take your eyes out? Yeah, I don't want to be able to see after the shame that is my titties. So anyway. I still think Lulu's tits are better than Tifa's. No, I think Tifa has a better personality than Lulu. Uh, That's not titties. That's the important part when it comes to the titties. You, what? Yeah, mm-hmm. Look, I'm not going to fucking if saddle myself with unpersonable titties. No, if you talk only about the titties, it's just... Yeah. Lulu has great titties, don't get me wrong. 
Her personality pales in comparison. Nobody gives about? a shit about her personality. We're talking about her titties. Yeah. Exactly. Logan, Tifa has great titties and a great personality. Yes, but you asked me. She's like, I want to make you a drink and then fillet you with my titty milk. You asked me very specifically favorite fictional titties. You'd mentioned nothing about personality in the pretense to this question. Exactly. Nothing. I would agree that personality does factor into the boobles, but boobles, as a questional matter, stand on their own. You guys need to get your brains rewired. Boobles and personality have nothing to do with each other. I didn't say they were. Isn't that where the brains live? In the boobles? Steve. What? I have a bottle of De Bomb Evolution hot sauce. Uh-huh. How much money would you give me? To drink the whole thing? None. No, not drink the whole thing, but to take a shot of it right now on live. None. We're not live. But then finish the rest of my story. But we're not live. Uh, zero dollars. Drink the whole bottle and then we'll talk. <laughs> I'm not going to do it for zero dollars, Logan. Well, I'll pay you if you drink the whole bottle. Also, you want to talk about favorite fictional titties, including a personality? I'm going to go with Akage because she has none. No, we're not talking about personalities. Larkin Love? That's a good choice. I, but she's you? real. That's a real person. David, can you go back to reading the story now? It's a fictional personality, so meh. Okay, you were at Liz Allen. No. Yes. It would be an inanimate object. <laughs> something that would never let him down. Like Tifa's titties. This was the start. The start of pizza time. in the laboratory that Tony Stark himself would be jealous of. Scientists labored away, never stopped, except for food or bathroom breaks. They never even left the building. Now, why would they do this? You ask. Their exceptional dental coverage is there should be for all the villain types due to the fact that they're gonna get their teeth knocked out sooner or later trolling anyway they're not bosses Norman Osborn speaking of Norman Osborn he promptly kicked in the door <laughs> I my dick's just a spider man you cocktail weenie <laughs> <laughs> can I get that one more one more time in your most realistic green goblin voice I want pictures of Spider-Man, you cocktail weenies. <laughs> the room stared at him, and he stared back. He cleared his throat a couple, couple times and resumed. Zoomed. I mean, how are the green vegetables going so far? <laughs> he asked, conversing with a man in a lab coat. This was Dr. Kurt Connors. That's the lizard. And was easily identified by his missing arm. When she grows back via the lizard. <laughs> the green vegetables I read ahead. are coming. Shit. The green vegetables are coming along great, Seth. But why don't you want us to research pizza time? Dr. Connors and Norman <laughs> stared at each other. Norman probably hurled him out of the building. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say before you do that, every single... I'm going to cut the music out of this episode before this segment starts. And every time somebody says the words pizza time, an instance of the pizza time song will start. But it will continue. But it will continue playing. 
So I don't think you're gonna do this. Multiple overlaid pizza tiles. I don't think you're gonna put in the time. No. It's gonna be so hot. It's gonna be so hot. Steve's seen the pizza. Okay. And he's going to cut out this bit so that he doesn't have to fess up to the fact right? that he refused He'll to totally do it. He'll totally do that because he's a sniveling pizza bitch boy. I can't believe he would do this to me. Sniveling pizza bitch boy. I'm going to find the worst rated Bradenton pizza. It's going to be five star, but it's still pretty good. Is the pizza called five star? The pizza is called five star and they're actually not that bad. If you're buying pizza for everybody, can I have pizza? Yeah, can I have pizza? Ooh. I'm not buying pizza for everybody. David asked me. Can you buy pizza for everybody? David asks you for fucking food every week. Steve-O, can you buy us pizza or at least, like, burgers? Burgers? Oh, dude, can you, like, give me some pizza? Steve, when's my butcher box getting here? Yeah, Steve, (laughs) when's my butcher box getting here? Where's mine? There were steaks that you could buy, and I don't see any butcher box on its way to my house. Are we sponsored by them yet? No. Ladies and gentlemen, have you ever wondered what you should put on your kitchen table for dinner? I'm here to tell you about new Butcher Box. It's called Butcher Box. Just eat the box. Just eat the Are box. Are you hungry and want meat? Butcher Box has meat. Use promo code Give Me Meat at the checkout. Get five percent off your order. FNF hot sausage. Yeah, in the FNF hot sausage, you get a free year's supply of hot sausage. Tell them about Butcher Box, wife. David, you're being weird. No, tell them about Butcher Box. I don't know what that do is. Do the plug! <laughs> plug. No, do the whole thing. Say Butcher Box is the great thing to get meat from. <laughs> do it! <laughs> Stop laughing and do it! We're getting paid for this! No, we're not! Are we? Yes! We're specifically really? not. Yes. No, we're not Tell being paid plug. for this. We're not being paid Wait, for this. Wait, how much money am I getting? Lots! How much slots? Lots! Do the plug! Five dollars? Yes! No, we are do not getting plug. five dollars for this. Ten dollars? Stop! Dance around the plug and do the plug! We're getting million dollars for this. Come on! Do it! I like me. Yeah, I like me too! Tell them about ButcherBox premium deal where you can get 5% off with promo code I like me! David, you can now unlock bacon for life. You can unlock bacon for life, wife! So much food! So much meat. Who's buying this food? Steven! Is he really? Yes! No! no. <laughs> I don't believe you. You can't say no, but She's yes. right to not believe you. I don't believe you. Yes! <laughs> Unbelievers unite. Should you just shout trust? Give me that mic back. Are you trying to coerce Steve into something? Yes! You should chill out with that. No, tell him to buy me meat! I'll get you some meat. No, tell him to buy me some meat. You can tell him that. Steve, buy me meat! My wife commands it! No, she doesn't. Yes, she does, Sharon. Tell her. I didn't command shit. Tell him you command it! Don't, don't sell me out like this woman! David, I command you to Just buy us butcher bucks. David, I command you to shit. <laughs> Stop yelling. I won't until you tell him that you want meat. I enjoy meat, but I can also... Tell him what's wrong use. I can afford meat on my promo own. Promo code! I can buy my own Promo code! Uh, Judy can buy her own meat. One, two, three. Yes! Use that promo code to get meat! 
He grabbed Martin's story. He grabbed a clothesline at the last minute and slammed into a brick wall. I'll make you a deal. Okay, this had better be fucking good. I will buy pizza for everybody who is a host to do hot sauce New Year's. Send me wing money instead. Why would we have hot sauce on our pizza? Because hot sauce goes on everything. Hot sauce is amazing on pizza. In fact, actually, send like me eight. Like buffalo chicken. You just add more hot eight. sauce. Send you eight? Send me eight bottles of the uh, fucking delicious scotch bonnet mustard from Heatness, please. Didn't he uh, already send you a bunch of stuff for hot sauce? No, I sent me a bunch of stuff for hot sauce. <laughs> please read he grabs a clothesline and slammed to a brick wall. He then fell a story or so onto a car hard enough to dent it and hit another car on the rebound. The doctor Boing. Connors was fucking dead. Well, not quite. Barely holding on to the realm of living. What? You thought that a normal human could survive that shit? <laughs> Unluckily for Dr. Connors, he was trashed. Norman Osborne watched the doctor sent into the street and he turned his secretary <laughs> and he said, Bring him inside. He's the primary candidate for our green vegetable project. I'm trying to find the most expensive beef online. Oh, that's Wagyu A5. Look at that. Wagyu A5. All right. Uh, did you finish your section? Yes. Okay, great. Next up is me. Bring him inside. He's a prime candidate for our green vegetables project. If someone had peeked into the alleyway at that exact time, they would have caught a glimpse of two burly men wearing spandex leotards with an unidentifiable green vegetable on them, dragging a seemingly dead doctor with one arm into a building. Of course, this was New York, so the person watching wouldn't have given it another thought. Yeah, checks out. When Connors had been dragged into the elevator and brought up into the highest floor, he was quickly hooked up to a number of wires and put in a tank. The new head scientist looked to Norman for confirmation, and the needles moved in as he nodded. The new head scientist, Otto Octavius, shuddered to... Dave, is that who I think it is? Stock Dr. Octopus. Okay, yeah, just went... Is that... That's Dr. Octopus. Shuddered to think what could happen to him if he had been the one who asked Norman Osborne that question. After all, he was the one who asked Doc Connors first. Norman Osborne had a sadistic smile as screams rang into the night. Peter Parker was dying. He was surrounded by faceless people chucking green vegetables at him. He was growing weaker by the second and was barely living as it was. He felt his will being sucked away by the lettuce. Celery, cucumbers sent his way. He barely crawled to the pizza in the back of the- Back off! The room. Peter was almost no more when he reached for it. Just a little closer. Closer! He awoke with a cold sweat. He was back in his bedroom in Queens, in the shabby house that he called home. The walls were covered in pictures, some he took, and some he liked. And gadgets were everywhere. On the desk, on the dresser, even on his pizza. Wait, why was there a pizza here? In his room. Because it's pizza time, duh. Do you ever question pizza just showing up in your room? No. No, you eat it. You eat, yeah. Well, no, you see first if it's edible, like if it's not spoiled and then you just shove it in your mouth yeah if it's not yeah exactly you don't hesitate you just go for it he didn't remember getting connect four joe's pizza and besides it was 3 a.m 
and he doubted they were open, but still he remembered the slice from his dream and crept up to it. He picked up the delectable slice, held it up to his nose, and promptly had a spasm. Somehow the slice ended up in his mouth and he devoured it. Power. Pizza power. My toe. My toe. My toe. Hidden away in his veins, suddenly flooded open. He could see every detail on the pizza, smell where the ingredients came from, and sense the pizzas in New York. He passed out again, but as he fell asleep, he knew what to do. Well, yeah, because that's a freaking shit ton of pizza. He had to bring pizza to the all of New York, and if not by making pizza better, then forcing them. He had to become the pizza man. So that was the first chapter, just establishing who was going to be the story, as well as what Pizza Parker is going to be doing throughout the rest of the story. This is the first chapter I've written on fanfiction, so feel free to play. Remember to review so I can become a better writer. <gasps> and that's the only chapter they ever wrote. Good. Welp. I didn't need more. On the Spider-Man topic, Val, you get to read Spider-Man the Orthodontist. Oh, cool. I guess I want to open this. Of course you do. Uh, it's a pizza. Parody by I One Love Dragon Queen, and it's complete. Summary. What if, in some parallel universe, Spider-Man is known for straightening teeth? This story includes a character inspired directly by an orthodontist I know. Do you know an orthodontist? I had to go to one for a while because my teeth were terrible. Oh, great. We have an update. My package is now in a town called Ambridge, Pennsylvania. Oh, it's closer. Wow, that's way closer. It's in Beaver County. Nice. Beaver, Beaver. County. Chapter one. Oh, there goes Quinn. Goodbye. No, there goes Giark. Yeah, it's Again. Great. No, Craig. The town is near the location of Legionville. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter one. Spider-Man, the orthodontist. Yes, this is weird. Hello, readers. It's nice to be writing again. This is written for an awesome... Hi, Craig. Hi, Craig. Recording. Welcome back. Uh, this is written for an awesome guy who loves Spider-Man. I mean, it's all over his workplace because of how much he's a fan of him. Do you use Rosinski? I'm giving a tad bit of credit to the lovely office ladies who critique and give me ideas. You know, I would trust Steve Rosinski with my teeth. I probably would have never actually written this if they hadn't been such an inspiration. So thanks, girls. <laughs> Goodbye, Craig. <laughs> You're Goodbye, awesome. Craig. Son of a... Spider-Man. Parallel Universe number... 20,013. I think David fell asleep and is dreaming about the meat. I didn't fucking fall asleep. I'm still here. Are you dreaming about the meat? Yes. I I cannot really yell because I don't want to wake baby, but imagine I'm yelling this. Time sequence year 2050. Bye, Craig. Now recording. Darren Elroy is truly an amazing philanthropist. To the outside world, he's known for his stunning looks and vast wealth. As well as his love for helping- what? Sorry, Dave, did you actually order a butcher box? No, I thought you were going to order me a butcher box oh, and then okay, you didn't. Okay, so what was the point of sending me the butcher box, like, checkout that you made of like 200-ish dollars worth of meat? Because they had a fucking thing where it was like, oh, you could get steak and then you didn't give me steak, Steve. We need to use Judy Likes Meat 123. <laughs> yes, use Judy Likes Meat 123 to get a steak. <laughs> I thought it was Judy Buys Her Own Meat 123. Judy Buys Her Own Meat 123. God damn it! No, can you stop? Who's dragging Craig? It's just fucking annoying now. 
as well as his love for helping the unfortunate. Unknown to most, though, his secret is his secret identity as a mass figure commonly called Spider-Man. Of course, he didn't mean to become a copycat of the comic book character, but it only seemed natural that he donned the red and blue suit given his unmistakable Spidey powers. It all started on a dark night 30 or so years ago when he was just a kid, walking to the car with his parents. The happy family had just seen the midnight showing of The Incredible Spider-Man 5, and Mr. Elroy cracked a joke. Mrs. Elroy burst into la burst out in laughter, boom, boom. and their small son, son, son giggled while swinging their hands back and forth between them. There was not a single worry in their minds as they joyfully navigated through the maze of parked vehicles. It was at the moment that Mr. Elroy had reached the car and was unlocking his door that the night turned sour. Suddenly, and with no warning, a masked figure rushed up to them, demanding the father give up his car. Seeing that the person was carrying a gun, he tried to calm the situation. In the end, the assailant got away with the car, leaving two dead adults and a crying child behind him. Why would he do it? <sighs> Whatever. Two months later, the murderer was caught and put on trial, where he pleaded guilty, claiming that he needed the money and he hadn't meant to kill that Elroy couple. Little Darren grew up, forgave the man who was still facing 20 years in jail, went to school, became an idol of the community. He was quoted saying, I will do everything in my power to help those who are less fortunate than I. That doesn't say where he got the freaking money. For a while, he was part of a research program oh, to combat the effects of radioactivity <laughs> in war-stricken countries. It was no coincidence that he got bitten by a radioactive spider, which prompted him to take sick leave for a year. And that doesn't happen anywhere else. Why? Why? As soon as Darren Elroy came back out of hiding, he started traveling with service groups to build schools and hospitals for the poor communities. He made friends with young children and their families in India, Africa, and even South America. Oh, he's one of those. Every new place he visited was blessed by his teamwork efforts to create better sanitary environments, but what made the visits truly amazing were the miraculous changes that occurred. Oh, you mean like puberty? I guess. By night, Darren Elroy was no longer the handsome, sought-after orphan with seemingly infinite amount of money. When the sun went down, Darren donned the red web mask and became a superhero in his own way. As a poor child fell asleep on his or her dirty mat, Spider-Man would leap into action using webbing power so clean and precise that the child never felt a thing. In the morning, that child would wake to find some soreness in their mouth, curious fingers would straighten their tears, uh, tears, yeah, teeth, <laughs> and surprise would pop into their eyes. They would run to the nearest reflective surface and cry out in joy as they smiled for real for the first time. This is awfully, like, very Western white Yeah, savior. a little bit. A little bit? A lot of bit. Family members would probably run to see what the noise was all about and then fall to their knees and thank the amazing Spider-Man who never showed himself but always knew how to make another child smile. With renewed confidence, the young child would stride out in the world to create his own life and pass on the story of the man who changed his life. Life, life, changing the life of life. Go ahead and leave reviews, but remember that this is a one-shot, so there absolutely will not be any more chapters in the future. <sighs> Thank God. I know. Yeah. I love you all, but I just have to say that I'm more of a Batman person. <laughs> one love, Dragon Queen. And then last up is going to be Logan with Disturbed, which is our first ever The Matrix fanfiction. Oh, man. Darn, I was hoping it was Disturbed fanfiction. Yeah, I know, right? I was kind of expecting that. Yeah. 
I mean, you could read it as the lead singer from Disturbed if you want. What? It's not going to be intelligible. Mm, hang on. Or I wash down this cracker. Dave, it won't let me buy you meat. What, you can't? What? Buy me meat. It won't let me buy you meat. The promo code that Judy gave me isn't working. Hang on, hang on. Of course um, not. It's not real. What? None of this is real. None of this is real? Summary. Neo X Smith. Slash in the reloaded universe. Minus the Smith copies. Well, then what's the point? Boy, we you- want to see Neo get filled in every hole. <laughs> including the pores. <laughs> porn without plot. Or that might be porn with plot. No, it's porn without plot. PWP is always porn without plot or plot what plot. Why would it also not be plot with porn? Because that's what the acronym means. And how would you know that? Because I frequent archive of our own a lot because of the show we do. But PWP can stand for any of those things. No, you can Google it. That's used like in more than archive. Just going to Google is Logan wrong. (laughs) No. Top ten reasons Logan Paul is hated. Oh, God, don't don't compare me to that asshole. Yeah, I wouldn't do that either. Disclaimer: This is slash. That means two men having sex. It's not really what that means, but whatever. I thought slash was like anybody having sex. It is with each other. You have been warned. Also, characters are not mine. They belong to the Wachowskis. I'm just toying with them. The name he never spoke poured out of him: a confession and an appeal. Mio. Everything happened at the same time. Anderson moaned. Brits. I thought you were going to read this as the disturbed singer. I can try. <laughs> <laughs> Everything had the same time. Anderson moaned. <laughs> 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 Gripped Smith's shoulder tightly and drove down. Right, while well, he's doing that, David, I need pizza exactly time. Exactly. Gotta hock those loogies out. Exactly as if it had always belonged there. And nothing, absolutely nothing else could ever have made him say that name. Smith's knees buckled, collided sharply with the dresser, and it was done. Finished. Why should he feel like this? What bizarre malfunction gave him such pleasure in being violated? Did it truly matter? Everything shook. Everything trembled with released tension, greased with cooling sweat. There were bits of him, of his clothing, draped around the room, meticulously organized for a human, but it was reckless disarray for a machine. Anderson's clothes were everywhere as well. Little scraps of Thomas, his Thomas, inside him still. Neo gave a soft sound, and half gasp of effort and pulled free of Smith's insistent clutching flesh. That hurt a lot. That hurt. I hurt myself today. Today. What? 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 I hurt myself today. <laughs> By pulling out the dick much more than it had going in. Smith hissed in surprise, in pain, 
in betrayal. Neo's mouth, that soft, incredible mouth, flatlined, then pulled down sharply at the corners. I should leave. It was not a question. <laughs> Stay. It was not a request. It was an order. Two sets of eyes narrowed, met, and stared each other down. Vicious, icicle blue, and bottomless walnut darkness, locked in silent war. Wow, okay, that was way too waxing poetic. It sounds like you're describing Ikea furniture. Ikea furniture doesn't have those kinds of color selections. What are the color selections? White, red, there's like a yellow thing going on. Um, They have like a light blue, but it's definitely not icicle blue. A black, a slightly darker black. They have a gray. It's kind of it. There's no brown. Dang. Wait, what doesn't have brown? I kind of zoned out. Ikea furniture, like the sofas. Oh. I mean, I could just coat it with a bunch of overripe meat that I got from Butcher Box. <laughs> I could just bleed all over. That'll eventually turn brown. Or have the dogs go out on the rainy day and just, like, come back and walk all over. Sure, that's a great investment. There could be no winners, and there would be no mercy. They were too much the same now. Neo blinked, but it was Smith who looked away. Go! His lips twisted. The familiar hatred was raw in his bruised throat. Hurry. I didn't mean... Neo began, and stopped short at the fury in Smith's naked blue eyes. Neo's the one with blue eyes. <laughs> they got their fucking eyes mixed up. Anyway, <laughs> he'd almost said it. The cheapest, the worst of human platitudes. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean what I said. I didn't said. mean it. <clears throat> I didn't mean for it to happen. I didn't mean for it to hurt so much. But it did. Oh, yes, it did. Smith simply stared at him. Eyes narrowed. Hands clenched. Breath was into... Breathe, breath went into and out of him with the same hiss, like a steam drill. His tongue peeked out and fluttered over his lips. I should get dressed, was all he said. Neo sighed, pulled his sunglasses off the dresser, and slipped them on. Me too. <laughs> Me too. The end. I'm not sorry. Your apologies aren't enough. Because this thing won't let me order meat for my friends! I've been trying for the last 20 minutes to order meat and it, will ref it refuses the work. Dave, I'm sorry. There'll be no meat this year. No meat for Dave. Ever. <laughs> Judy can have as much meat as she wants. I have the Patreon thing and post. Many, many months later, thank you very much to our patrons, especially our genital guardians. Chirpy, Discuss, Dizdon Plays, Epidel, Grass Dragon, I Demand the Hardest Recount Daddy, Mana, Matthew J, No, Recount Me Harder Daddy, Pork Chops Are My Moon, Put Cyberpunk 2077 on Ouya, You Cowards, Richard Pryor, Santa Grimnar, Tommy Wiseau's Third Least Enthusiastic Stalker, and Disambiguity. And a super special thanks to our Bullgate beneficiaries. Advent on Al Dente Pussy coming this fall to FNF, Evan Baumel, Michael Fouch, Miri, Never Not Horny on Main, Razor Flood, Terez, and Wade. Ugh, I am really tired. I wonder why. Yeah, I am old. Thanks. I'm gonna go order a pizza. <laughs>